Jeff Howe's Longhorn Notebook. So, uh, with the law, well, I, I thought I saw the quotes, and you were down there in the, the post-game press mm-hmm. conference there from David Pearson, and I think they're very similar to what we're going to hear him uh, tell Roger Wallace in the post-game interview yesterday, but uh, uh, a matter of lack of execution on both ends, both with the pitching and also with the hitting as well. Yeah, he said, he said straight up he didn't like their approach. Uh, just thought they weren't staying through the baseball, just basically not not doing kind of anything they worked on throughout the year. And, uh, you know, I asked I asked Eric Kennedy about it, and EK pretty much said the same thing. He said, you know, I asked about just the, the contrast where it seemed like everybody was locked in during the West Virginia series, and he said, I think last weekend we did a really good job of making adjustments and adjusting to pitchers. He said, for whatever reason, this weekend we just kept making the same mistakes. Yeah, yeah, and uh, as a result – they cost them. Texas, it, it cost Texas. Here is the uh, post-game conversation Roger had down uh, by the Longhorn dugout right after the game with David Pierce. Take a look at that when we get back home and see where they What did you see from their guy, uh, David, that, that gave your offense trouble today? Well, I think, you know, going into the game, we felt like we needed to get after him. He's a good pitcher, but we just didn't have a good approach. And he stayed slightly above barrels and created some fly balls. And he pitched. He pitched inside. He threw the changeup down and away. Um, and he spun the breaking ball. But he just pitched and stayed on attack. And, you know, we had a poor approach against him. We had a lot of fly balls in a big park. And so we got what we deserved there. Seventh inning, you get into a bind and then a tough spot with David having to take him out on a 3-0 count. Is that, that anything serious with him? Yeah, probably. I mean, we've got a few injuries right now that we're dealing with, and we'll take a look at that when we get back home and see where David is. That that rest you're going to get, I know you didn't want it, but how important is it for some guys that are banged up? Well, this time of the year, guys got to play banged up, but we have some injuries that really restrict some guys, and then we have some guys that are completely out, like Carlson and potentially told we don't know where he is right now, so... Yeah, it's not it's not a good look right now, but at the same time, we'll get some rest and get some guys at least on the field, hopefully Peyton and JT healthy and move from there. What is the, the plan for the next several days for you guys? Well, I don't know yet because we were planning on being here. So, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get home this afternoon and uh, regroup and we'll work out all weekend. I, I know it's about team, but this guy's given everything he's had. Dylan Campbell had to be nice to see me tie the Big 12 record for a hit streak. I just think everybody was just like, great, he has an opportunity against the best closer in the league, and he dumps one in to keep that streak alive. It's pretty cool for him, and it's great for his teammates and the way they reacted. So uh, hopefully he can keep that going. Yeah, I certainly hope so, and it happened in the final at bat to uh, extend the streak to 35 games. Now, uh, this business of hosting or not hosting the regional, and – it's pretty much, and we can run over a little bit of this here coming up, it's pretty much uh, a given by a lot of folks who follow the game, who cover the game, that uh, the hopes that Texas had for hosting a, a regional are now gone after losing those two games in Arlington. David Pierce does not agree, and you would expect the head coach not to, not to agree, but he said, this is a statement that he said before the Big 12 Conference, or before they even left town, for the Big 12 Conference Tournament, when Texas was already projected to host a regional and two of the three uh, big projection sites on that. And he felt that his team had merited the right based on their performance 
during the course of the regular season. So again, the question put to him, uh, Roger Wallace asked him after the game uh, also his thoughts about it. And Coach Pierce said, yeah, he still believes his team is deserving of and merits the opportunity to host a regional. Yeah, there's just things right now that we can't control. We could have controlled it maybe a little more so by uh, more so um, showing up in the tournament. But at the same time, with a number one seed in the top three or four conference in the country. And so with that being said, I just felt like our body of work should prove that. But the committee has a tough job to do. And uh, they've got uh, over 300 schools that they've got to worry about. And in this case, you know, getting the right guys in and putting people in the right spots. Uh, I don't envy their job. At the same time, I, I think our body of work is speaks for itself. Yeah, so that's his thought about it. the fact that they were a co-champion in the number three RPI-rated conference in the country, that they were the one seed coming out of that would merit the right. Their RPI uh, was pretty good. Now it, it took hits over the course 30, of 30 as of this morning. Yeah, it's taken hits in the last couple of days. And RPI isn't the only tool, but it is an important tool that the NCAA Tournament Selection Committee utilizes. It's different than basketball with net rankings. So RPI is still a big tool utilized by the NCAA. And I asked Pete Hughes, the uh, K-State head coach, in the press mm-hmm. conference yesterday, just kind of his opinion on the league, because he's, he's been in this league for a yep. long time. And I said, do you, do you feel like the Big 12 deserves a shot to host? Because there's a chance the last time a Power 5, or I'm sorry, the last time a top four RPI conference did not receive a hosting spot was the Pac-12 in 2016. That's right. And I asked Pete Hughes, do you feel, and he said he feels like the Big 12 should get two. He said he, he felt like West Virginia, win or lose yesterday, should host. He said they had three bad days in Austin and, and maybe two bad days here. That doesn't, that doesn't shouldn't knock them out. I think we all agree it, it probably has, most likely has. And then basically he said whichever one of Oklahoma State or Texas the committee wanted to take. But he felt like the Big 12 should get two. I think at this point, probably only getting one. Probably Stillwater, and that, that's about it. And and they're probably not locked in yet in, True. in, in yeah. terms of doing that. They've got an elimination game against Oklahoma. By the way, I, I don't – Show of hands out there if you stayed up late and watched the Oklahoma Texas Tech game, the uh, it was not the, it. Yeah, it was something to behold. Uh, Tech coming back to win ten nine, uh, and then I flipped over and I watched something else that I'll get into a little bit later uh, with regard to this whole college baseball thing. It's, wanna... it's kind of interesting and fascination. Uh, but but as of this morning. This morning, do you have the D one projections? I've got them right in front. I have the Baseball America, and I still D ones hasn't changed. They've got Texas as the two going to uh, actually going to a top eight, going to Stanford. Yeah, and and that's what I think is silly there because at the start of the week, Texas was listed by D one as a regional host as the sixteen seed. So how do you go because of two games in a conference tournament from being a regional host to having to travel to play at a top eight? Well. That's the part that I think is inequitable there. Baseball America has a different look, and I think this one makes a little more sense. They would have Texas as a two-seed in Auburn, Alabama. Somebody's got to go out west. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Uh, According to Baseball America, they've got Stanford as a five-seed. they got West Virginia going out west. Oh, God. That's brutal. Yeah. They've got them. They've got them going west, but they've got you know. There's, for, uh, you, you, boy, you talk about a you talk about a 180 in, in about a two week span. Yeah, you go from hosting to now you now you got to go from Morgantown, West Virginia to Palo Alto, California, and that's the five game losing streak. 
Damn. Yeah, they didn't lose three in a row to end the regular season. See, there's, I think, is, is a difference there. Right. Uh, the, the other thing is, and if you're talking about travel, well, there's teams traveling from all over. Or they have Oregon State going to Miami. Think about that. Uh, uh, with Miami, the number 10 seed. By the way, Auburn would be the number 11 seed, according to Baseball America. D1's got Auburn as the 11 seed with North Carolina yeah. going to Auburn as the two. Yeah. So... Anyway, there's, you know, that's those are a couple of those regional projections uh, as well. For what can know, we what say about those projections? Yeah. Except at least it ain't Fayetteville. No, <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, Baseball America has uh, uh, Arkansas. They've got Oklahoma State there. Uh, D one has DBU uh, going to Fayetteville. They still got Oklahoma State hosting. Okay. Oh, 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 still uh, the Stillwater Regionals: Oklahoma State, Oral Roberts, A and M, and USC. Okay. Okay. Um, and and how about this one? This is in Tuscaloosa, according to Baseball America. They got Alabama, the one, Dallas Baptist, the two, TCU, the three, and Samford as the four. Okay. So Tuscaloosa good. for D one is Bama, Alabama State, Southern Miss, Arizona State. Okay. And the one in Auburn for Texas has the eleven seed Auburn one, Texas two, Troy three, and Ah, remember Fairfield <laughs> as the as the four. Speaking of which, uh, if you look at uh, the at, the at large ladder D one keeps track of, they've yeah. got among their last four in mm-hmm. Oklahoma and Kansas State are now among the last four in. Yeah, yeah, uh, they're both in need of wins, especially Oklahoma after the last time, but Kansas State too. A win today over Kansas would get them a thirty five wins. It doesn't help them much in RPI, and I would think they would probably have to take at least one, if not both, games against TCU. Unfortunately, I think my Bobcats are are done for the year. They're going to have to put it this way: if Texas State gets into the tournament as an at large, they will have mightily earned it today or tonight. They got to play Louisiana who already beat them once yeah. in this tournament. So they have to play them in an elimination game. Then they'd have to beat Coastal Carolina twice tomorrow, the seventh-ranked team in the country. What does D1 have uh, Coastal as as a, a C? What the they? number nine overall. Same thing here. Uh, and by the way, here's another team traveling coast-to-coast. In Conway, South Carolina, they have Coastal Carolina the one, North Carolina the two, USC not South Carolina, but is in Southern California, the three, and Maine is the four. Does anybody at Baseball America own a map? And, well, that, <laughs> you know what? There's weird stuff that happens like that with the committee. You know, no, that, I get it. But... That old thing about 450 miles, the regional thing, that doesn't really hold anymore. They, uh, especially if, if they own a map, you know, why would Texas be going to Palo Alto? Like play... said, some, somebody's got to go out west. Can you just make sure it's not three time zones over? Yeah. So, <laughs> hey, in the immortal words of Tex Schramm, who, when it was revealed that the St. Louis Cardinals were moving to Arizona back in the mid-'80s and they were going to stay in the NFC East, and Brad Sham asked him on the show, asked Tex Schramm, would it make more sense for the Falcons, who were in the NFC West at the time, for Atlanta to go to the NFC East and the Cardinals to go to the NFC West? One would think. Tex Schramm's answer was, well, once you get on a plane, what difference does it make? You're on an airplane and you're flying. It's kind of true, yeah. (laughs) You know, what difference does it make? 